Welcome to the Flaming Puck Podcast. He is our host, Ian Kelly. There's Chris Ruback, and I'm Dylan Simpson. And here we are about uh, just a couple minutes removed from uh, a, a big overtime win against the Washington Capitals um, in an afternoon game. And uh, Lindholm gets a hat trick. Hell yeah. Huge hat trick for Lindholm. Uh, Five hundred points for Johnny Gaudreau. First win in Calgary Flames uh, colors for Dan Vladar. So just all sorts of stuff going around. Good vibes all around. Um, really strong first period. Uh, second and third were dangerous and iffy, but uh, you know you can't expect Ovechkin and company to not. Uh, push pretty hard when they're down three, nothing, uh, going into the second. So, um, with that, what do you guys think? I'm going to, I'm going to say well done on the intro. I really enjoyed that actually. And, um, <laughs> you pretty much set the agenda for this, what's probably going to be a shorter podcast today, but because it's a match review, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's funny when you think about it, I'll pass it over to Chris now, but when I look at the game, it's like, we really were in a position of power after that first uh, that first period, and only through a couple of silly individual errors. I mean, probably could have been, you know, going in three one into the third period. So yeah, well, yeah, well said. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the first period we we started off like not looking great, uh, mental oh. errors, a couple of a couple of weird giveaways and whatnot. But uh, after what was it, maybe five minutes we uh, we really started to buckle down and, and started to take control of that uh, first period and i mean what can you say about lindholm i mean oh. the the man the man is a stud now, that that uh that shorthanded goal that was um, unreal that it really was like it's just the work he put in to distill the puck and then uh and then outweigh the goalie and top shelf like that that was that was Fun, fun, that fun was that was a dangler's dangle, is yes. what that was. Yeah, yes. that was a Patrick Kane yeah. style. It was. Goal. It was. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then and then and then just the way he took the puck away too. You know, he just skates in and just out muscles him. Yeah, you know, it was everything about that was was. He's good. really our he's really our guy now, isn't he? He's our number one center, but like he's really like just a quick one, guys. Um, I'm interested to know, Dylan. What have you, what, like looking at the evolution of um, Lindholm since he's come to Calgary? Yeah. Like, talk, talk a bit about that just for a moment, because obviously, you know, he was the guy that was played on the right wing on the, uh, the money line. And, um, well, I think when he came in, I think we were more, um, pegging him to be more of a, of a second liner. Yeah. Which there's no problem with that, especially at his salary. Like his, yeah. his, he's got a second liner salary, um, and he's just turned turned into and evolved into this. Uh, um, I used to say poor man's Patrice Bergeron, but it's it, it's getting less and less poor. Yeah. Um, um, especially especially the last two years, he's he's become this sniper like he, he's he's a sniper but he's also 
a crazy good playmaker and so good in the defensive end. You know, he's your first penalty kill, uh, you know, first guy out on the penalty kill, um, maybe sometimes backland, but he's got know, a lot of grit to him as well, though. There's not yeah. all that many in the league. There's like him and Barkov and Bergeron and Chris came up with a list of them earlier. Who else was in there? Before, um, before that was that, that was your list, and I just agreed with it. Um, <laughs> I was just the, uh, say before before Chris, yeah, was that? I was thinking he's he kind of the way you just summed that up there, uh, Dylan. I heard somebody say I'm not too sure who it was earlier, but um, it's it's kind of like if you meshed money and Backlund together, and you were looking for the best of both. It's kind of what you got with Lindholm at the moment, isn't it? But on the, the good versions, I mean. But yeah, like, like, like Lindholm, Marty from four has, years ago. Yeah, Lind- Lindholm is superior in finishing over over both Backlund and, and Monaghan. Yes. Yeah. Like he, like his that wrist shot of his is unreal. Oh, good lord! Talk and the one timer, like like he's got yeah. a couple of nice little one timers from out front, yeah. which yeah. is what Monaghan so, to be really good at. Yeah. So 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 since he's since he's come to Calgary. Um, he has more points every year, and that includes a 56-game season. Wow. Oh, right? really? With, with, yeah, with roughly one and a half to two minutes a, a game more ice. Wow. His, his, his highest numbers in, in Carolina were 45, yeah. and his lowest so far in 56 games was 47. Wow, that's actually really good. That's I really, mean, that's super. Not that, like that I get like not not him. not saying that he was bad before, but it's just another example of how Evolution. a player moves on to a different a different team, plays with different line mates, different system, and it just works, right? Well, that's just it. Like Carolina was, um, I mean, they they tried him at one C, they tried him at at, at you know uh, right wing, they tried him on the second line, he wasn't working out, um, and you know that that's happened in Calgary several times um, most notably with Bennett, but now here we are reaping the rewards of another team, not able to get the most out of, out of a player. And here we are with, you know, I guess not poor man's Patrice Bergeron, but average man's Patrice Bergeron. Well, almost (laughs) second, almost substitute Patrice Bergeron. You know what I mean? Like the next, the next, well, that's right, and, and and when you really go down the list here between you know Lindholm and then Backlund, you know, our, our our top two centermen play a brilliant two hundred foot game, Absolutely. which is exactly yeah. what you yeah. want, right? Yeah. yeah, you know they both they both play on on the top uh, uh, penalty kill. They you know Lindholm plays on number one power play, Backlund on number two. Um, and you called that they're, you called they're just that so sound year. defensive. Chris, you called that last year as well about Backlund as the number two, and then possibly Monty dropping down to three or four, and we've also yeah. done that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. Mon- Monahan struggled. I don't. I don't know if his surgery was a success so far. Well, match match games there, but maybe he's still. I'm still willing to give him the benefit of the doubt right game now. Game fitness, I think, is it's so early still. It is. Yeah. It's, it's really it is. Early. It is early, but but he hasn't just healthy in two seasons. So yeah. But he, but he just he looks so bad yeah. right now. And like, I mean, I, I do I do understand what you mean. Yes, it is early, and and I do expect him to get better. But yeah, but and we, we like cow. we were in our group chat earlier, and I was every time Monahan made a great play, which he hasn't in the first three games, and then today he made two great plays, and you know 
there I was spamming in group chat, like all capitals, Monaghan made a great play. Holy shit, Monaghan made another great play because it's yeah. been two years since we've seen it. Yeah, and, I uh, I, uh, I actually um, blocked the group chat for a little bit there while you were doing that. Um, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say he made a couple of great plays. He finally made a couple of plays that what a former number one on our team um, center would do. Yeah, you know, he just he he made some NHL plays. They just yeah. they look great right now because all everything else he's doing right now yeah. is subpar and and AHL at best. And like last last game, he he made like I I hate to say a purposeful giveaway, but like I watched it like three or four times. He just. He didn't even try and dump the puck in. He just like gave the, he passed, he like looked at the opponent in the eye and just passed the puck to him. Like, (laughs) I I don't know. What about, I suppose before we, you know, we try and uh, we try and finish on a high these days and we will, we will because we are on a high, but we obviously got to call out the obvious um, also and call out the flaws. Obviously Johnny, what the fuck is he doing for the first goal that the Caps score I don't know yeah he he, um, he played he, he wasn't uh, passing the puck very well tonight no uh, he gave up the puck quite a few times but I mean he's you know at the, at the end of the day like he's still he's still so far this year is is 1.5 points per game oh no no listen um, what, what so, I'm saying is we got to like, call him out for for those yeah, yeah um little so sure the thing about Johnny is no matter how good he's playing he is one of the most like because of the passes he forces, he's one of the most high risk, high reward players in sure. the league. Sure. And he had a couple of really high risk plays that didn't work out, and a couple of of high reward plays that did work out today. True. And and we're lucky that those evened out. True. Honestly. Yeah. Good point. No, that's totally true. I mean, he was like like um, uh, when when was our last game there? So Thursday. Um, Thursday he played tough. You know what I mean? He came back. He he was taking the puck away. Yep. You know, being physical as Johnny can be. Um, but he, he had a really really strong game. And he was like protecting. Today he was. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and today he seemed timid again. Yeah. So I I don't know if there was a hit. I know there was a couple of hits early on that I don't think he he got he liked. Rocked. He didn't like that cross check in the back. love was uh, by Wilson. Or wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he obviously had a target on his back the whole game, but but he needs to get past that and continue with that bit of strong game and just just yeah. be a fucking man. So and, here's you know, like I, I said at the beginning of the season, like right after preseason, like he's been working really hard at being that two hundred foot, um, you know, in the corners as well, like kind of guy, and he he never has in the past. And that's why he's never been hit many times. Like he may have been hit two or three times, four times a season in the past yeah. because he's was so good at dodging it and passing the puck before any of the opponents got to him or, or whatever. But yeah. uh, now he's trying really hard and he's taking a lot. I think he's taken more hits this year than he, than he did in several. Yeah. He's putting himself in that position. What I mean, he's manning, he is manning up though in that sense, isn't he? A little he? bit, yeah. You know what I mean? But he's also, bit. 
Yeah. I mean, there comes a point. Um, I'm, I'm all for him going and, and trying to play a little bit more tough, but you got to remember he is a pipsqueak compared to most NHL players and sure. he can't get hurt really easy. It's just, we haven't so, seen it that many times because he, he doesn't put himself in that position. So I'm really nervous about that, honestly, but. Yeah. But I mean, you, you look at like Manjapani is a pipsqueak compared to NHL players as well. That's, yeah. He, um, he's always he just, played that game. Goudreau's never played that game. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good right. point, Dylan. That's, like, that, that, that could be the difference between playing through your, your later teens and, and, and uh, early on between college and you know junior ranks right it's completely well the other thing too is Mangiapane was was you know never really a star like like Johnny was a college star Mangiapane was never really a star you know Johnny probably always thought he was going to get to the NHL Mangiapane really didn't so he had had to to work work for so hard at the non yeah and and he's still trying to Trying to work for every bit of ice he gets too, right? Like he, yeah, he and his ass off. Yeah. and he's staying on his feet a lot more than he ever did in the last couple of years. Let's. Um... It's, it's funny you say that because he can't. He went down a couple of times today, and I kind of laughed and went, "Oh, here we go again." Yeah, but it's still more like <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, staying yeah. more. I'm not saying he's staying all the time, but he's staying more. Speak, speaking of staying on their feet, do we think uh, Dubay's ever going to play? Maybe no. How, one, how one about, full how game? Balamaki no. Thing today. You, yeah. Dylan, you just, you just read my mind, sir. Um, I was literally going to bring up uh, Valamaki. Let's let's talk Valamaki. Like, like uh, a slight breeze knocked that guy over today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And, he, and he, had a, he had a really, really good first period. He had a great Even period. though he took that, even though he had that, that penalty in the first, but I mean, the 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 last forty minutes was well, it was dog shit, dude. This guy, we we mentioned on the previous podcast that he's living rent free in his own head. Yes, and that is yeah. the epitome of being in his own head, right? That, that last forty yeah. minutes. I wonder if he's still worried about his knees, like like or his knee and his leg that that you know, made him miss an entire season. If, if he's just worried that if he stays up and lets somebody take the full body on him, that, that they're going to hit him in the wrong spot. So he just Maybe kind he's, of he's in the wrong first. game. So yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if, if he, if that's weighing on his brain, then, then he shouldn't be there. No, I you agree. Know, really. Yeah, because yeah. you're going to end up getting hurt more often than yeah. not if you're, if you're worried yeah. about that type of situation. Yeah. There's, there's so for, for, from a little bit of an underwhelming defenseman, let's go to an, a defenseman that we all figured was going to be super underwhelming. That's actually like borderline Benson. Yeah, he was great. Like, like that that hit he placed uh, in the uh, penalty kill to to get in, to kind of spring Lindholm for that goal. Like he's been he's been super physical. He's been super good with his he stick. Hasn't been he's, caught he's, out out of position no no exactly he's no, taking like, shots no. he's yeah <laughs> it's amazing. I, I just it, it really i'm i mean i'll i'll take it you know really yeah. i mean I, I as soon as we as soon as we picked him up i kind of went oh fuck you know we just yeah. we just lost geo and now we're gonna 
He's, pick up, he's, uh, he's now playing Zadorov. You wanted from Zadorov, Chris. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, I know. And Zadorov yeah. has played himself out of the uh, yeah. out, uh, out of the game. And right? Shillington satellites too into the team. Good lord. Yeah. And Shillington's playing really good too. I mean, he's yep. he's doing the Brody thing where he's like always skating behind our our or sorry behind the opponent's net, and you know that's kind but of he, what he, him. but he but he's really not actually. I made that comment earlier um, that it, it's like Tenev is showing him that he needs to stay back and be more defensive because Tenev's been the one going behind the opponent's net. Tenev's right done that too, but I. I saw Tanev do that. Actually, I think I saw both of them do that twice. I know I saw Shillington do it twice, and Tanev for sure once mm-hmm. this uh, this game. But and, and previous years, Shillington wouldn't. So if his D partner went up and, and made a play like that, Shillington wouldn't really be in his proper position to be that guy to stay back, right? Yeah. So I think I think he's taken some lessons from from Tanev. Um, hopefully, he's taken lessons from Tanev because I mean, everybody that plays with him just gets better. Dude, yeah, aside from one of my favorite play, one of my favorite moves that Tanev made today. Just just because you guys know me and anyone that knows me, I like I like shit I like thuggery. I like people yep. getting fucked up. Um, that little move that he made for um, I think it was it was Ovechkin. Um, I can't remember the teammate, and they just bounced into each other. So Orlov, yeah, he like shoved. yeah, he took Orlov, yeah, moved out of the way just in time. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't shove no. him into him. It was he just like glided him into his yeah. own teammate, and then he ducked yeah. out of the way, and they just yeah. smashed him. That like, was uh, that was Matrix <laughs> level shit. I was like, yeah. have oil. that's like four hundred and fifty pounds worth of man, oh. like crashing into that's, each other. That's Bill Goldberg of, and Triple H running into each other at full yeah. tilt. You know what I mean? But that goes. Tanev, he looks like a lion out there. I, I, I mean, I gotta be, I gotta be gay for Tanev for a minute. Just when he glides with that long hair, it's like, come on, boy. He's, he's like a, he's like an old Celt or something, just gliding, uh, uh, marching on to, uh, to war, isn't he? He's just awesome. If, I, I didn't know this. If you say freedom, I'm gonna lose my shit. By the way, no, I'm Irish. I'm not Scottish, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm certainly not Mel Gibson either. Yeah, right. I've seen I, the I posters didn't on the him wall. Do this. This game oh, in the last couple of games, I've noticed him. I've noticed Chris Tanev in front of the net, like he'll be facing our net, and there'll be a cross crease pass, and it'll be behind him, and somehow he'll just whip around and yeah. get it. Like even though it's right. ar- it's already behind him by the time he notices, yeah. his interceptions on cross crease passes or or just like circle to circle passes it's fucking insane he's yeah. so good he is so yeah, good he sees the ice very well yeah like how do how is he not considered an elite level defender i mean he is right because because, because the nhl has this flawed system where the only people that are elite defensemen are the ones that get points yeah yeah, yeah. like gone are the days where guys who actually do their job and be defense yeah. yeah like yeah, be, honestly be defenseman yeah I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and look at the actual um, list of players that won the Norris, but I think the first player, I think it was in like five or six years that had actually won the Norris trophy that wasn't strictly offensive, that wasn't 
Carlson or Burns or whatever mm-hmm. was Giordano. He was the first one in many years that wasn't strictly offensive. But he had a ridiculous best. point tally that year as well, though. You know, he what I mean? did. Yeah. What yeah, you're right. He had a ridiculous amount of points that year also. Do you know he what I mean? He did. He did. So, he so they did. obviously looked at that as well. But yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So they obviously took it in. If if he had had the year he had and didn't have the points to back it up, then, you know, it would have been another. Oh, no, you're 100% right there. Yeah. yeah. But no, it, it, I agree with what you said. He had 74 points. He had 74 oh, points actually, that, that year, right? I do think that there needs to be an award that's – they need to split that award. They need I to think split so. Into yeah. a defensive yeah. defenseman award that guys like Regeer, who would score two two goals and you know fifteen assists in in a season, could be in contention for because they were that good. And guys, and then other uh, you know the other award would be like the Eric Carlson thing where you're never in defensive position but you've got like eighty points. Speaking of where, speaking of D-men guys, just a little, a little segue. I watched a, I watched a, a really cool highlight reel of uh, two legendary defenders yesterday. Of course, the great Al McInnes and um, mm-hmm. Ray Bork as well. I was like, good lord, they're they're they're, they're just two of my favorite guys ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So fun to watch Ray, Ray oh. Bork, especially like Al McInnes was a lot more physical. Ray Bork is such a so skilled dude, so just a player. McInnes with that shot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. And a great guy, too. Well, great guy, too. Well, and then that was when defensemen played defense. Just kicked, kicked your ass. Oh, yeah. fuck. But that, that bomb coming from to, the though. back end. Yeah. What's that? They were they allowed, allowed to, to yeah. a lot more than they are now. Oh, yeah. Like, That's right. Like, like, imagine in 1990, even if Connor McDavid was complaining that people were we're playing defense on him with the play that Tanev had on him the other day. People would laugh in his face. Like, no, that guy's got to sort his acne out and that neck beard. Dude, he, <laughs> he's a really ugly guy. You know, it's, it's, it's a good job that he's good at hockey because <laughs> he'd be fucked. Otherwise. Well, he's on pace for like fucking 200 points right now. I, I can't, I can't even remember the number. I think it's like 230 or something fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah um, Dylan, yeah. just to answer your question on that year, uh, Giro was uh, second to Burns in points. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously his defensive play got him that extra notch because um, he yeah. was nine points shy of Burns. But, well, Chris, yeah. let's, uh, because as I said, it's got to be a shorter. We got, we got another 10 minutes or so here. Um, yeah. You guys are more than welcome to continue chatting. After this uh, podcast, will I go and um, be a good boyfriend? Um, we, uh, we, we 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 travel in threes. We Mr. do, uh, Mr. Kelly. We do. Let's try. <laughs> we do. Um, one thing. Let's let's kind of talk about the obviously third period. We we kind of kept it at three three. We were still up on the uh, on the shot card, um, but it did look like you know the pressure was definitely coming from the Washington. Side, I'm yeah, sure so the thing is, is like we got so many, <laughs> we got a lot of shots. Like, even Johnny did it, which is something he never does, where he just snuck into the offensive zone and just took a shot, yeah, because we hadn't had a shot in fucking sure, forever. yeah, yeah, like a pop um, shot, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He took, I think it was a slap shot yeah. from 
from the top of the circle, which is like, why would Gaudreau do that? He doesn't have a Seth, Seth like the one that. that he kicked the puck up <laughs> to a stick and and then uh, gave gave the old tosser. Yeah, into yeah. the into the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's why we kept up in shots is because we kept doing those things. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Uh, Washington really held the play all of the second period. They yeah. and they scored almost at will. And then in the third period, they held the play and somehow like, like Vladar had a really bad second and his first, honestly, even though he didn't let a goal in, he looked shaky. He had butterflies. He did. He did look shaky, but he at least was able to control the rebounds in the first. Exactly. Um, The second period, he didn't have any rebounds because they were just going through his legs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And credit where it's due, Samsonov, after, after they took out uh, Vanacek, Samsonov like it may not have been his busiest game but he looked so confident and stopped all the pucks and he like his rebound control was so good he he caught them he held them and he stood up like he fucking knew it you know what I mean there was no glancing behind so credit where it's due um, after Washington changed their goalies you know Samsonov looked fucking good. Chris, um, yes, sir. How how happy do you think Daryl Sutter is right now? Looking at the, uh, the not, the you know, I I don't think, anyway. But <laughs> so the the reason why I don't think he is going to be happy about this game. Obviously, they got the win, which is great. Um, you know, scored more than two goals, which again is great. But we didn't have that high intensity play that he likes and that he wants to bring to the team. Sure. For 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 any of the game really mm-hmm. like this like it's funny like we controlled i'm gonna say 15 55 to 60 percent of the game against edmonton we controlled 65 at least percent um uh against uh who's our second uh san jose oh san jose no anaheim wasn't it anaheim. oh anaheim yeah yeah sorry anaheim. yeah Fuck actually we controlled a lot uh, against anaheim but yeah yeah six- yeah we really did um, and then, and then Detroit. I'm going to say 45 to 50, and tonight 40 to 45. And so I think as is dropping, obviously our, our point totals are going down, and our scoring chances are going up, uh, which is okay. But that Daryl does not like that. He wants us to have the puck. He wants us to be controlling the pace and controlling the game. And, and, so that, and we're getting worse in that. We're winning games now. Yeah. So that, that third period I don't think against like Detroit. That. I don't know if you guys remember that, but the third period against Detroit is how Sutter wants us to play. Yes. Which is, yes. which is suffocate them at, at our blue line and yes. then carry it to center, dump it in, change, rinse and repeat because we had the lead. Rinse yes. and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Just tire them out until they can't anymore. Kind of take the will from them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, and, and that, that was. That's right, and, and he had the, the fourth line in there, um, um, not not in the third. When was that? In the first, I guess. And they're just cycling, 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 control, control, control. Yeah. And and uh, Detroit was getting tired, and then we made a change, and bang, get the goal. That's what he wants, right? He wants his his big guys to just yeah. just kind of kick the shit out of you and grind you out for for at least forty five seconds to you know minute fifteen. And then put in some, you know, some players that'll put the puck in the net, and, and you know, worked on that play. It was a really nice, 
uh, sequence between the fourth line and, and uh, the top line. And clean changes, which we didn't yep. have yes. uh, many of today. Like we, no, we got exactly. a too many men penalty right away. And then there was almost another two. Yeah. It's not much. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose the best way as we kind of wrap up, what it, what in particular for you guys um, has stood out to you when, you know, we are still only early in the season, but at the same time. Yeah, when we, four games in. Yeah. But yeah. there's definitely, obviously there's flaws, but like we said, we're going to talk about the positives now. What are the positives for you? I'm going to throw my hat out there and say, obviously Lindholm um, has gotten better. Than, than yep. you know he was last year, but also Blake Coleman to me looks like a real asset. Um, he's the one signing that's kind of come in, I think, and Anka Branson obviously, but he he uh, he looks he looks really good to me. See, yeah, I think I think Coleman looks. Um, was it last game? He looked really really good. Was it last game or the game before? It was last game. No, it was the game before last, wasn't it? it was his game first before. game? He looked really really yeah. good, and since then he's been super average. Um, I mean, he's not on the top line or anything like that. No, but I, I think there's a lot more there. Uh, I, I he's like on, him. He's on the second I, line. Though. I've I've wanted Coleman on our team for since he played in New Jersey. Like mm-hmm. he's 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 a special clutch kind of player. Yeah, he really is. But he puts he's, his body yeah. in there, doesn't he? He puts his body on the line too. He's um, yeah, he's one, he's one of those players that if he's not scoring goals, he's at least doing things right in our yes. own end, and he's you know he he's good defensively. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually realize that he was that good defensively because you when you look at the, me neither, I mean, me neither. Don't really think defense at all mm-hmm. other than Edmund, but I mean the forwards well, you don't think about that. Generally, so I, generally I mean, third liners on back-to-back Stanley Cup winners are are pretty pretty good defensive players. That's true. That's true. And 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 let's be honest, they the lightning, they're not looking great so far without their no. full third line, are they? Their oh. entire third line. I mean Kucherov's back on IR, but we won't go. We won't. <laughs> it's kind of great to yeah. see, uh, it's kind of great to see the actual state of Florida having yeah. a team that are doing pretty good. As in the Panthers. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. The better the better of the two Florida teams. Yeah, so Chris, what Ian was saying, what's your favorite uh, or, or your um, brightest My spot? takeaways? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like like you said, Lindholm, for sure. I, I've i been really happy with, with Johnny's play. I have too. Me too. Um, Me too. You know, I, I, I understand he's not uh, scoring uh, goals yet. I mean, he's got he's got six points in four games. Contribute, um, yeah. Well, that's right, and his passing has been much much better. Um, and speaking of passing, other than tonight, I think uh, Chuck looked terrible today, um, yeah. as far as passing goes. But uh, games one, great. two, and three, he uh, he's he's really seeing the ice well. Um, not picking up the points that he's hoping for and what we're oh. hoping for, but but. You know, He's but, contributing to wins. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he tr- truly is. Um, and he's know, been professional. Coleman obviously has been has been a, a, a decent ad. It's been good uh, playing. You know, second. I think they're kind of splitting him up between second and third line at times. Yeah. But I think that that has everything to do with taking uh, penalties and and, and Well, there's so. been there's been some blenders going on, but it's it's yeah. not for the whole game. It's for like a shift or two, and that's yeah, that's, that's right. 
yeah, I think I think Daryl's just getting people to think about it, right? Yeah. You know, if 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 you throw out your normal normal line and you're not on it, you're gonna start going, shit, okay, I could better, better get back to my game. Yes. Um defensively, Hannafin he's had a rough one. Um Super he's had average. he's had a few good average. spots, average. but uh but for the most part, he, yeah, he's not he's not like he was last year. What about uh, Raz? What about there. Raz actually? Yeah. Uh, he's had two really, really good games and two average yeah. games ish. Yeah. 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 Spoiler yeah. alert, he was gonna be my my bright spot because yeah. yeah, he's he's just been good. He's he's been steady, right? He had he had a couple of really good games. He's looked for the most part pretty good on the power play. Um yeah. he's not taking slap shots as much as I'd like, but he's he's seeing it and he's passing it well on the power play but uh he didn't get much power play time today because they were starting the second unit because the first power play was so bad yeah but um yeah but for the most and and the jury's still out as far as him and hannafin actually being a pairing yeah so i'm not sold on that one yet that's for sure me neither um you know like i said he's been okay hannafin's been I'll say less than average for three or four games so far, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, uh, ten of I, 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 I mean, obviously, I think the world of the man. The guy just makes everybody around him better as far as his D partners go. He's a um, Chris Ruback defenseman, right? Yes, exactly. Like he, he just he goes into the corner, he digs, and uh, he brings everybody in. Sometimes you laugh, sometimes you cry, but we all get closer as people. I always um, think of, uh, I always think of Chris <laughs> when uh, when I'm watching Tanner play, especially because he doesn't do anything wrong. But I always I'm always just like, yeah, Chris is gonna be happy. He's gonna be happy. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, right? It's just he goes about his business quietly, and that's that's what you want from a defenseman. He yeah. doesn't do anything wrong. It's it's no. it's amazing. Even when they the get scored thing. on, he, he does the, the simple things right. Isn't that right? Nothing yeah. that he did ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that one goal uh, today, I think I can't remember if it's the first or second goal um, when they're coming back in and he's on, he's on the other side and he's trying to guide people to get after him. Right. Yeah. Like he's standing there and he's pointing like you go there. You know? He's a captain. He's like, yeah. That's, he's a captain. He is a captain. He's, he's, my right? he's, captain. A, he's a leader. He's, he's a leader. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. And, and I agree. I mean, I, I think we'll go the whole season without a captain, but that's, and that's fine. Yeah. So here's another narrative I kind of want to get your guys' opinions on. Um, I've heard a lot of, uh, whether it be TV broadcasts or or podcasts or fans in general, asking why Goudreau, especially on, you know, as a pending UFA, you know, how do we get him to stay? Why doesn't he get a leather on his jersey? And I think the three of us all, all agree. I, I could be wrong, but I think the three of us all agree on this. But you don't specifically need your captain to be your highest point getter. No. You don't really need him to be a point getter really much at all. No. Um, or even your your assistant or alternates or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like your leadership group, like Panarin said it a little while ago, like, why don't you want to be captain? Why don't you want a, a letter? Well, I don't speak English. I don't, I don't talk in the dressing room much. I'm, you know, I'm not the guy leading the troops. I just score. 
you know, and that's kind of what Johnny is in my eyes. I'm not in the room, so I don't know, but that, that, that's in my eyes. I I think, I think he's pretty vocal, but like, as far as like leaders that the players are going to rally behind and and respect, not to take anything away from, from control at all. Like he, I, I, I've been, I'm I'm wearing his Jersey right now. Incredibly dynamic um, player. 100%. 100%. But he's just, yeah, he's just, he's just not the leader. He's part of the leadership core and the, and the group, but he's just not the leader. I, I don't think he, he yeah. needs a letter. I, don't I think, think it's more, I think it's more media. Um, personally, you know, mm-hmm. growing up in sports over here, like even in, in football, sure. or, you know, rugby or whatever it was, um, generally a locker room, you know, they know the dynamic. So it's not like, you know, it's, you're working in a store and you got a store manager that you got to listen mm-hmm. to. Otherwise, you may get fired. You know what I mean? I think it's more a case of yeah. leadership comes from within. Um, I think yeah, right. I think they're gimmicks, personally. Do you know what I mean? In a lot of ways. And I, I, yeah, it's I I agree, right? I mean, like look at look at Chicago, right? Does you know, does Tave outscore Kane? No. Yeah. Kane's a better Kane gets more points, but he's not Kane's the captain. a much better offensive player, but Taves is a much better defensive player, exactly. and he's much right. exactly. better. Exactly. So when you think about that, you're right. When you think about that, like, do you want, you know, just because he scores points, but he's not a great 200 foot player. Yeah. You know? Like, would, would you give that to Lindholm or Backlin over Johnny? Yes, yeah. I would. Absolutely. Every, every day of the week. Every day. Well, there's a reason yeah. Backlin's had that for so long. I, I really don't like the, the splitting of, of, of the eight. We've had that the, for uh, a few years. I think since yeah. the staging. I fucking day. hate that. I think it's stupid. Uh, I think it's stupid too. It, yeah, him and him and Kachuk were were swapping it back and forth to bring home and away there for two years, and just like that's just I don't know. Yeah. How, how do you really get? How do you get into that groove? If you know what I mean, either you are or you're not. That's you know, why. Don't I, just give why, people letters just to. That's why I think, it's, a, just why I think it's a gimmick. Good. You know what I mean? Because oh. Yeah. Last week you were meant to listen to this guy. This week you're meant to listen to that guy. It's yeah. like yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, so so who do we like? I mean, we're obviously I don't think anybody's going to get stripped. Even if we do name a no. captain, I don't think anybody's getting stripped of their A. They're just going to be like like you said, well, wrong wrongfully cycled. But um, yeah. I think kind of was stripped of his A for game two. For game, kind of, yeah. That offended me. Yeah, I, like that. Was, I, I think I think he's in the top <laughs> two, in in the very least of, of yeah. cap the uh, options. But um, so who's the who who's the guy that loses it? Is, is it Monahan for all of us? Or yeah, every day. I think so. I think it has to be. Yeah, because you know, exactly is, is, is a leader. Anav's a leader, and yeah, um, Kachuk. Oh. I mean. Yeah. Maybe they they don't trust him right now, but I think he's got it in him. Yes, a lot more than Monahan does. Like Monahan was the captain of the sixty sevens back in the day, but still. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Kachuk, I mean, he, he's he's a natural leader, right? He's vocal. He, you know, I think I think the trust for him is him being our face in front of the refs because he can be a bit bit of a yeah. bitch sometimes. Like he he missed out on 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 a, on a three-on-one because he's sitting on the ice with his arms up 
yeah. while, while Lindholm and Johnny are, are going up the ice. Like, yeah. get your ass up and get in the play. Uh, yeah. Quit yeah. being a fucking little whiny bitch. Stop, stop watching yeah. football. Um, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo and get up off the right. floor, at least, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I can't believe his dad's not yelling at him, to be honest with you. Oh, like, I'd say his like, dad. Surely, say his dad surely Keith has got to be looking at that going, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's a, here's, a, here's a classic example of a player who's not a, a great points getter in his career, but is a leader in Keith Kachuk. Yep. yep. Very good point. Yep. Very good. Yep. Point. Same. Yeah. 100%. That's right. They, some have the pedigree for it. Some don't. Some don't want Same it. with Chris Jericho's dad, Keith Irving of the Rangers and the, the, uh, the Kings. You know what I mean? These guys weren't big point getters, but they were actual leaders. And I think that's why we have two of them in, uh, in Tanev. And, and I mean, someone like Lucic will probably talk and people will listen because, you know, you're probably. If don't you don't, you know what I mean? Well, he's been around the league. He's he's seen it all. He's done it all. So he's, he's still he's still a leader. You know, fight what I mean? for anyone. Yeah, he's one hundred percent respected. Like even yeah. Um, yeah. after that, uh, Manjapani did he score? Yeah, after um, that goal there, he's sitting there and he's you know and he's talking with Dubé saying you know do this do that or you know this is what I saw. You can see they have that. And, and, and they all just kind of focus on, they understand that what he's saying is yeah. true you see, and, and it works, right? People people like, you know, people like Lucic and people like, you know, Tanev, you could see them being coaches in the future in some way. I'm not saying that they could be, you know, NHL elite level head coaches, but you can see them being coaches yeah. because they, they understand the game. They understand what it takes. Yeah. To win. But guys, yeah. we are going to have to call time on it today. Um, okay. As always, it's been a, a pleasure, and especially today to get a to get a podcast where it's so shortly after a game. Even though our time zones don't always align, the stars did align for us today. And it's for nice. once, a morning game is a good thing. Yeah, it's been nice right. to be able to share. Sorry, a night game for you. A night game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's still okay for me. Yeah, I'm in a yeah. long weekend, but it's um, no, it's nice to be able to kind of share a, a victory. So. Uh, so quick and and, and kind of yeah, yeah. you guys in person rather than just in our in our See, everybody everybody feels good right now right yeah Here it's it's mid it's midday and ian you know he's gonna go uh to bed we'll say and no, uh you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get because i mean I'm I actually going to these them. old glasses. You know those old ones that are in like Panama? I love those. I have a few of those here. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'd like one of those. I'll, I'll, send um, you yeah. I'll send you one. I'd love one. No, that was uh, that was it was a good game to watch. I'm glad we're we're now uh, you know above 500. Yeah. Right? So far, looking looking uh, yep. reasonable on the road two, trip. One and one. So, if if you keep a yeah. two one and one record. The entire year, you make the playoffs. That's and it. You That's probably, all we want. You, you probably get home ice. Yep. Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what's so fucked up about the league is you get home ice because you lost enough games in. Yeah. In overtime. Yeah. yeah. But that's 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 conversation for another day. It sure is. Yeah. So guys, right, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, and, and a positive podcast for once. Absolutely. 
As always, go and check us out on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe to our show. Um, anything that you do like or anything that you dislike, listen, we're big boys. Please uh, let us know. Um, share the shit out of it. And uh, the most important thing is hashtag Go Flames Go. Go Flames. Until next week. Until Cheers. next week. We've been the Flame of Poke. I've been your host, Ian Kelly. I've been joined by the ginger ninja himself, Dylan Simpson, and of course, the beard, Mr. Chris Ruback. Until next time, this is your Calgary Flames podcast, The Flame and Puck, over and out.